the Buffalo Bills. Edge, the New York Giants. 14 to 9. Welcome to Buffalo Against the World. This is Buffalo Against the World Sports Talk with Kulu and Bills Mafia. It's our time. Act like you know, baby. Act like you know. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Buffalo Against the World show. I got a special guest in the building, and that special guest. Welcome, welcome everybody to his cousin Brad. I got a special guest in the building, and that special guest. Welcome, welcome everybody to his cousin Brad. Having some technical difficulties, y'all. Hold on a second here. And that special guest. Welcome, welcome everybody to his cousin Brad. I'm having some technical difficulties. Cousin Brad, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome back to me. Took you long enough. Yeah, it was. I was getting some interference from my other laptop here. All good. Cousin Brad, man, what's going on, dog? What is going, going on? on? I, I love, love the new, the new show. show. Thank you, Thank for, you for inviting me. me. It's been yes, a, a pleasure. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the show with us, man. We've had some, uh, excuse me, everybody, for having some technical difficulties. Um, but yes, That's Cousin Brad, man. That's just my pleasure. Yo, man, it's been a long time since the Fan Cave Sports Talk, man. And uh, Two years. you are now... Joining us as a special guest on the Fan Cave, man. How's it been, man, watching uh, this 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 season so far? Oh, oh man, it, it has been, been a roller coaster. coaster. It, it has been, been up and down. down. Started out with it down, down. Came, came back, back, back up, another, another up, another, another up, another up, another up, down. down. And like, like all, right. all right, we, 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 we won. won. We won. We won. So so I'll, I'll take, take it. it. I'll take, I'll take the, victory. the victory. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the W, too. You know. I was I was a little disappointed because I was expecting a big big win. Yeah, and I know all of us at the tailgate party over at Game Day Hospitality. Shout out to Game Day Hospitality. We had a really good time. Shout out. Built in Buffalo family was up in there, mm-hmm. and um, you know I think uh, yeah man we're gonna talk a lot about this this offensive stagnation. I don't know man I I don't know some people are saying it's Ken Dorsey, some people are saying it's execution. Some people are saying it's the referees. We got a lot of different things to talk about, man. But first of all, why don't you take us around the league and tell us what happened week six? I will be happy to to do do that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going around the league for for week six six of this NFL season. We are going to start off Thursday Thursday night. night. She's in Broncos. Taylor Swift, Swift was, was in the, the building. building. I mean, it doesn't really matter. matter. We, 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 don't don't care. Care. we don't care. We don't, we don't care. care. We don't but, care. But uh, they look very comfortable. They, they still beat out of the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson looked absolutely awful. I have no idea. Yo, it's time for Bro to go sit next to Sierra, bro. I don't know what you're like. This is so messed up. It's like. If we, if we could just forget about, about this Broncos thing, thing and just focus on Russell Adam, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Famer. Battle, battle, no problem. problem. But, but this, this is, is this is just sad to watch, watch at this point. point. Sean, yeah. Sean Payton is not working, working out. out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway um, um, Travis, Travis Kelsey Kel- Kel- caught that touchdown. Travis Travis touchdown. Yeah, yeah. He caught a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes as well, and they beat the Broncos nineteen eight. Uh, the Ravens in the early game over in London uh, beat the crap out of the, uh, the Tennessee Titans going over there, showing everybody how to go over there with jet lag and still win, beating the Ravens 24-16. to 16. Uh, The Dolphins uh, in a laugher against Carolina Panthers beat them by 21, beat them 42-21. to 21. I mean, it's just not working out for Kansas City. Speaking of that, uh, Frank Wright has relieved himself as far as the play calling over to his offensive coordinator. Uh, we'll get to that a little later. A uh, big win for Houston. Big win for Houston. Uh, Houston Texans beat the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints 20-13. to So big 
Shout out to the Houston Moomoos pulling that off. Shout out to them. Uh, Washington Commanders beat the Atlanta Falcons 24 to 16. I have no idea what they're doing with Kyle Pitts at this point. I don't know what Desmond Ritter is about. That that team just needs to start rebuilding all over again. I don't know what's going on with them. You got any thoughts on Atlanta? What's up with the ACL? Man, you know what? I haven't really watched Atlanta a lot this year. I do yeah, like the running back. I do like them. I like the running back, but yes. you had a hot start for a minute, and then you had a spark when you first started. Now you're just garbage. Fell from top 10 and not mentioned at all. 28 to 3. Mm-hmm. We haven't forgotten. We haven't forgotten. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Jaguars beat the crap out of the Colts 30 to 20. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did get injured. We'll get to that a little later. Uh, this is a game I actually watched. The Cincinnati Bengals played the uh, Seattle Seahawks, beat them 17 to 13. So Joe Burrow got back on a winning streak. Shout out to Geno Smith. I mean, the the, the uh, Seahawks, they fought hard, man. But uh, at the end of the day, Bengals pulled that off. In the Tank Bowl, the Minnesota Vikings played the Chicago Bears, beating them 19 to 13. I'm in the Caleb Williams, Shador Sanders sweepstakes. I don't think anybody comes out with a, a win here. Uh, Justin Fields did get injured. Again, we will talk about that a little later. And a uh, big shocker, big shocker for me anyway, um, Brock Purdy suffers his first defeat as an NFL starter, losing to the Cleveland Browns 19 to 17. Brock Purdy suffers his first defeat. So wait, 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 he hasn't lost a game yet. He's, He's never lost. lost. He's never lost until yesterday. He was undefeated. Every game he started, oh, yeah, he, he won. Okay. okay, so, yeah. so well, you're you're saying that games as that he started. Okay, correct, correct. He's never lost a game that he started until yesterday. So he suffers his first defeat. Now, oh, well, <laughs> all right, moving on. Oh boy, oh boy. I mean. If they didn't hate on us for – if they didn't just beat the crap out of us for 20 years, like, I would feel bad, but I, I kind of don't. Uh, the New England Patriots lost to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders 21-17. to I mean, Bill Belichick and that's they, – they, they are just awful. Yeah. Like, they are just awful. No, he need to relinquish that team, bro, like, yeah. seriously. Like, now now it's not funny. Like, now it's not funny. Now it's just getting sad. Yeah. Like, like, yo, like, the players are not responding to you. What do you think? Robert Kraft pulled the trigger, bringing Coach Prime to New England? Something to think about. Something to think I, about. I don't see that, bro. I don't see that. Man. I don't see that either. Speaking of a head coach turning some heads, Motor City Dan Campbell, shout out to you. Motor City Dan Campbell. Uh, the Lions came into Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay came out with them cool creamsicle jerseys. Them joints fire. I love them jerseys. Them jerseys is fire. But that was no help for them as they lost to the Detroit Lions 22-6. Detroit, the Detroit Lions are Super Bowl contention right now. I repeat that. The Detroit Lions are Super Bowl contenders as of right now. Don't speak too soon. I mean, they 5-1. They playing for real. Like, that defense is legit. St. Brown is the truth. Shout out to Motor City Dan Campbell and the Motor City Kitties. Shout out to Shout out to Dan Campbell, man. We've been talking about him. Me and Juan was just talking about him last week. Yes. Really, really like Dan Campbell. He's a fiery coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely, big time. If you had, if you had a coach like you like who like you want to get in a cage match with, like I want him. I want him. I want him. <laughs> yo, I was looking at him and some of the players. Yo, the man bigger than the players. He is. He is. <laughs> yo, he could. He could get out there. I feel like he's going to get out there one day just on some random rock stuff and just show up in his equipment and just play. Shout out to him. Uh, the Oh, boy. We talk, man, what is with the Cardinals? The Cardinals lost to the uh, Los Angeles Rams 26-9. Wow. We talk about Kayla Williams and Shadur Sanders. I smell Arizona coming for them really soon this year because, I mean, they are just No, what happened to Kyle Mur- Kyler Murray? What happened to this dude? Oh man, that Call of Duty serious. That Call of Duty is serious, man. That joint came out. Yo, that Mortal Kombat one. Yo, fire. Got to get on the game. Got to get on the game. Yeah, I haven't seen this dude since the Hell Murray play. I feel like I, mean, I haven't seen him since that. Like, yeah, crazy. Where you been, Ghost? Just just went downhill from there. Just went yeah. downhill. Just hasn't been working. Hopefully Arizona turns it around. I don't know what they're gonna do. They they, they they're just awful. All right, moving on. Uh, Philly, Philly, Jalen Hurst took that L yesterday to the backup New York Jets. The New York Jets beat the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday 20-14. to 
the Eagles, I mean, they they just couldn't get it done. Jalen Hurst looked human yesterday. Uh, that offensive line was banged up, but they still held on there. But, I mean, the Jets' defensive line, that defensive line is something serious. And they were – They are monstrous. Yes. They are monstrous. They yes. are. Yes, they and they pulled it off. Shout out to them. They got the win in the end, uh, beating the Jets. I'm sorry, beating the Eagles 20 to 14. And oh boy, the Buffalo Bills, the but old Buffalo Bills at Old Orchard yesterday pulled off a win against the other New York, New Jersey team. Uh, 14 to 9. A lot of controversy at the end. I don't care. We won, they lost. Go back to Jersey. Yeah, man, we definitely about to get into that, man. Into got any injuries before we get into the Buffalo Oh, yes, game. we do have injuries around the league. I will uh, do that now. Give me one, uno momento. Uh, first off, uh, per uh, 49ers head coach uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, running back Christian McCaffrey is undergoing an MRI for his oblique injury. Uh, Debo, good news, Debo Samuel uh, and Trent Williams are both considered day-to-day as of right now. Uh, Lions, we were just talking about Motor City. Dan Campbell lost David Montgomery for a little bit. Uh, he was dealing with a rib cartilage injury, uh, so he will be off for uh, the time being. Um, oh, man. Uh, L.A. Rams running back Karen Williams has a sprained ankle. He will be sidelined for the uh, upcoming week. Uh, Jaguars, Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is day-to-day with a left knee injury. Uh, they would elaborate, you know, see what's going on with him and uh, go from there. Uh, Justin Fields was diagnosed with a dislocated thumb. He's doubtful for Sunday's game against the Raiders. And that is your injury update as of right now. And we also have an injury update with the Buffalo Bills. We do. We do. We do. Uh, according to Sean, Coach Sean McDermott earlier today, Damian Harris did leave the hospital. And uh, he did have some shoulder, I'm sorry, some neck stiffness. But he is. Uh, he will be fine. So thoughts and prayers worked, everybody. Shout out to everybody who... Uh, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers for him. He did leave the uh, field in an ambulance yesterday, but he did leave the hospital and uh, he, he will be fine. Josh Allen has some soreness in his shoulder. We've seen him. He went to the medical tent. I believe it was in the second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Second quarter, he went into the uh, medical tent, came back out a couple plays later. Uh, he has some shoulder stiffness, but he is day to day as of right now, but he'll probably be fine. Yeah. But that is your injury report right now. All right. All right. So let's talk about this game, man. I know we got a lot of callers on the line waiting to get in uh, before we let the callers in. Man, I just want to talk about the offensive stagnation, man. You know, and we've been dealing with this the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are saying it's Ken Dorsey. Some people are saying it's just the execution. Other people are saying, hey, they like, yo, maybe it's just the referees making bad calls for against us. What's your thoughts on this game? I think I think definitely some has to be balanced out with Ken Dorsey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Ken Dorsey really has to get rid of that shotgun draw play, like that quarterback the, option. The RPO. The RPO. The RPO. I, he's got to get rid of it. You know, and the reason why I'm, I'm not get rid of it, but he's got to use it. He doesn't have to use it as much as he does. Mm-hmm. He uses it way too much. That's mm-hmm. one of the – wrinkles that came over from Dayboat that he's still trying to use. Dayboat knows that all too well. Right. And I and I couldn't help but feel yesterday like, does Dayboat just know Josh Allen or do he just know these plays so well? Because we were expected to blow this team out yesterday. True. True. We were expected. I mean, that, that brings me to my point that we're going to dive into later on in the show in regards to this football team. But I think I think it, you know, this this team, it it, it lives and dies with Josh Allen. You've got to get him to, uh, out to an early start. He's got to start fast. And I know, you know, we you know we've seen in the past, oh, he plays reckless and he wants to be more conservative and he wants to throw less interceptions and less turnovers. I, I kind of want Super saying, I don't know what's going to happen. Josh Allen rolling out, doing something crazy. Uh, I want that Josh Allen back. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real with you. That Josh uh, Allen will get hurt in the season. Hey, it worked. It worked. It got us to an AFC championship. It got us in the playoffs. It works. Um, I, but, yeah, uh, this could, this team comes out way too conservative. They got to get Josh open. Gotta, I mean, they got to get Josh rolling early. They start out the last two games. They just started out very, very slow, really conservative, run, run, pass, maybe throw a screenplay on third and 10 for some reason. Like, let's throw it down the field. 
Stop trying to feed Diggs the ball. I get it. You know, you want to make sure he's happy and he's well protected and he's nice and he's not going to throw a tantrum. Like, bro, you're a pro. Let's, yeah, let's get out there. This, this, this is where we part ways on that one because, okay. you know, you find ways to get your best player involved. You know, True. you find ways to get Gronkowski in the game. You find you. ways to get Jerry Rice in the game. Yeah. You got to get him going because he is a, one of the heart and souls of this team. So true. very true. I feel like you got to, but there was that there was times in that game where he was forcing it to. Him. He was forcing was. It to him. and teams are picking up on that. Yeah. yeah. It's becoming a thing. Like people know you're going to force the ball to him and they're playing zones designed just to stop him. The Giants were playing a cover 3 the first 3 quarters of the game. Diggs were I mean he was pretty much when he got open and made big plays is when Josh Allen would roll out. When yeah. Josh Allen would roll out into the pocket, that's when Diggs would just run away from the coverage and find a space in his own. And that's what was happening. So yeah. I mean, you got to get Diggs going. You got to get Josh Allen. You got to get him going early. Yeah, give us a call at 563-999-3045 to get live on Buffalo Against the World. We got a caller calling in from 716-698. You are on Buffalo Against the World with Kulu and Cousin Brad. What's going on? What up? What's good, my brothers? What's good, my brothers? Jay what Reezy up, what up, in the building. What's going on, Jay Reezy? Tell us about this game, bro. Now, here's my point on this whole thing, like you touched on with the whole run play thing. If I can quote Thurman Thomas on what he said on Twitter slash X, he says, enough with the draw play. I cannot stress enough how much I despise that play. It absolutely nothing. I feel like this season we have been seeing too many draw plays and not enough counter and pitch options. I think uh, you know what, Jay Reezy, Jay Reezy, stay right there for a second. You know, I, I you know what, I was just talking about the the RPO play. I think that's mm. the one you're referring to as in the draw play. Run pass option, yeah. Look, um, I agree with you. I agree with you on that note. I think um, that's one of the things that came over from Dabo's offense. And when we looked at that win streak that we went on, that three-game win streak we went on, we saw more Josh under center and we saw some balls being handed off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that way the running back gets a good look at different holes, whether to bust to the outside or get to the the hole. When you Mm -hmm. run an RPO, usually that hole is designed. And when it's not there, you just got to try to get as many yards as you can get. You know what I'm saying? So I think I definitely think that uh, it's it's something he got to add to his game. I feel like he was coming into his own in them three week, that three week winning streak. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of relayed back to, you know, that able style. What's your thoughts, well, Kevin Brad? Well, I mean, what it is is, too, is you keep the defense honest. You do keep the defense honest. We already know, everyone knows in the league, Josh Allen is dangerous when he can run the ball. And you want to keep the defense honest. You want to make sure that they have the threat against the run. And a lot of these teams now, especially the Giants yesterday, are starting to run a spy against Josh Allen. That's to counter effect his ability to move outside of the pocket. Uh, the run pass option, it it doesn't work. And the caller mentioned, you know, a couple of counter plays and uh, pitch plays. The pitch play doesn't work. The, the Giants tried that yesterday with one of the best running backs in the league, Saquon Barkley. The pitch play does not work at all. Now, the trap play, that worked like a charm yesterday until the fourth quarter where Buffalo made the adjustments to stop it. But the trap play worked perfect against the Bills yesterday. And I feel like a lot of other teams are going to come up with that and run that against us. So, But I think as far as a run pass option, you never know. You never know. I mean, yeah, it looks bad when you're looking at it from t- from the television perspective, but we don't see what Josh sees out there. We don't see the all 22 to see what he's looking at because at any point in time, he could also take the ball back and throw it to somebody too. So, I mean, it keeps the defense on their toes as far as what that is generated to do. And this is what I was saying too also. You know, Josh, we want to be careful with putting Josh, putting having Josh put the cape on right away. It's still very early in the season. We saw this, you know, him get hit. We seeing mm. him slam to the turf. True. These are things I don't like seeing. Right. One thing that I don't want to see is not have this guy for the playoffs going into a Super Bowl. Right. We need this guy. We need him. We need Diggs healthy. You know, it's bad enough that we're dealing with turf all over this league, which I've been talking about a oh, lot. Yeah, How the turf is causing so many Achilles injuries. Yes. Things of that nature. Um, Absolutely. 
But yeah, man, shout out to everybody out there, man. Make sure you give us a call. 563-999-3045. Shout out to Chantel. What's up, Chantel? How you doing? How you doing? She said, did they tell Josh to stop running? Yes. Yes, they did. They told him to play play like somebody with they, I mean they, they I don't want to say they're going to they're putting a pacifier on him but they're I feel like they're not playing to his strength. His strength is to run outside the pocket and make plays with his legs and make the defense keep him on their heels. That's where his strength is. Is it dangerous? Yes, but it works. It's effective. It's the season cuz Hey, this is what I'm saying. Listen, listen. Wow. And you know, I always refer back to my man LeBron. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. And and here's why. Because sometimes you gotta coast through the season. You gotta see what these other players, what you have on your team, can do. You gotta see what they can do. We know what you can do. Right. We know what Josh Allen can do. You need to put on the cape when you need to put on the cape. But exactly. If not, if it's not needed. If it's not needed, I also want to see Josh Allen win games from the pocket. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want to see that because we lo- we almost lose. That's what happened yesterday. <laughs> let's, keep it, let's keep it a buck. We should have beat that team by 40. Tyrod Taylor was their quarterback. We should have beat that team by 40. <laughs> don't, don't hate on Tyrod on the show. Yo, bro. I cannot. I cannot. Yo, Tyrod, remember he Any motivation Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. No, Tyrod Any Taylor, remember – <laughs> you just give him a round of applause. Yes, I did. That's oh, okay. the man who broke the streak. Respect broke the streak. Respect. I respect that he broke the streak. He he laid the bricks. He he he. You know, what I mean, he ran so Josh Allen could fly. You know, what I mean, he crossed so Josh Allen could walk. He laid the foundation. I respect that. But he reminded us why we moved to Josh Allen twice in the same game. I mean, end of the first quarter, you on the goal line, you call two plays. One of them was a run play. You decided to run in the ball for some reason. I don't know why you decided to do that. You literally had the bills on the ropes, and you decided to run it and waste the clock. And, you know, you could have – you went in a half with a lead, but you could have had a bigger lead. But whatever. Then again – I don't think Nickel City. Oh, what was it? oh, Nickel City? Yeah, Nickel – what? They told Josh Allen to stop running. He had 20 yards of green grass and then chose to throw it incomplete. Right, but you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying when you got 20 yards of grass to run, 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 run. down, slide after you when you go into a defender though, protect your body. Right now, this is the season. We know what he can do. So look at this. So look at this. I'm gonna bring it back to an overrated quarterback that I personally he won two Super Bowls. It is what it is. John Elway, right? Everybody wanted John Elway to play from the pocket and do all this other stuff. But when John, John Elway played with that reckless endangerment, started doing a helicopter dive in the Super Bowl and won two Super Bowls, he earned a respect. Did he or did he not? In the Super Bowl is the key. Did he not goal. win? Did he not win? I don't mind Josh doing that. Terrell in the Super Bowl. Go all out in the Super Bowl. I'm all for that. But in the season where you potentially have Kyle Allen for three, four, five games because hey. of a serious injury, you flying in the air and getting hit? Uh, no. Well, I mean, let's look at our next three games. We got uh, New England, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, and Denver. Aside from the Cincinnati game, those are all cakewalks. So, I mean, if he wants to take plays off these couple of weeks to get these easy dubs, that's fine. That Cincinnati game, we're going to need you, bro. I'm going to be real. Yeah, and, and – and listen, man, here's what I say, and I should say this all the time on the show with Don Juan, is that play every game like you're playing the Chiefs. Play every game all out. Do not overlook any opponent. We saw that against the Jaguars. Facts. Facts. We saw that last night against the Giants. I mean, the Giants possibly are one play away from stealing that game in Orchard Park Almost. Sunday night football. Almost. Almost. You know what I'm saying? So even with Tyrod Taylor, that, that game should not have been close we're going to talk about some of the factors. But but first, make sure you like, share, subscribe on the built-in Buffalo platform right now. So before we go into the next segment, I got to ask, because this has come up. Mm-hmm. Was it funner cheering for this team when we had low expectations? 
Or is it funner now that we have high expectations and they're not meeting our expectations? <laughs> to me, it was funner when we were not expecting to win. Yeah. It was funner. It like, was. It was because we didn't like when we went on that run and we went to play the Chiefs in the yeah. championship. I'm talking. We had about, nothing to lose. Yeah, we had nothing to lose. I mean, we right. went further than we even expected that we was gonna go. Right. Um, but it's still fun being a lot of pressures team. on. Right. It's fun. It's fun. It's also, not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore. It is still now, fun. Now it's like, yo, yeah, like before it was like, oh my gosh, I hope we win. Now it's like, yo, we better win. And it's like, not, it's not fun no more. It's like a job being a Bills fan. I don't like it. Yeah, because we expect to wash everybody. And you know what? <laughs> and we got to remember this too, uh, Bills fans. We also got to remember that you're going to get everybody's best. Because they expect True. the Bills to be a top five team in this True. league. And you're getting every team's best. And on top of that element, you're playing on Sunday night football. Yes. Okay? So, you know, the dog come out on people when the lights come on. The True. dog comes out of teams, you know. And, you know, that overseas game, we could talk about the jet lag. We could talk about the Jaguars being there for two weeks. We could talk about, about a lot of things. But as Cousin Brad mentioned, Last time when he called in last week, we can't have no excuses. No we excuses. are too talented of a team on both in on both sides of the ball to make excuses. True, true. I mean, now to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. I mean, I did I've said no excuses last week. We are depleted at the cornerback position. Like we are depleted. We have Kyer Ingram, who in my mind should move to safety. Yes. He's not a cornerback. He's not a he's not a cornerback. Good game he's, yesterday, though. He had a good game, solid game. He he didn't mess up. He didn't mess up. I'll give him that. He didn't mess up yesterday. Christian Benford is playing his butt off. Shout out to him. He is literally doing the best he can. I have nothing bad to say about Christian Benford. Shout out to you, Teron Johnson. Best slot corner in the league. I don't care what nobody say. Best slot corner in the league. Your man plays on every single down. Micah High and Jordan Poyer. Wow, that spotlight's fading. That's my, I'm gonna miss them. I'm gonna miss them. I love them. I'm gonna miss them. That spotlight's fading. We're gonna have to draft up. Uh, let's see who else. Um, I want to give a shout out. At, you're looking at you know if you talk about making Elam that change over. I mean, you yes. really can't do it right now. You can't. The fact that we're so depleted, as you mentioned, at corner. Right. But I mean, if for the long term, you drafted this guy's number one. You traded up to get him. He's right. got the speed. He's six three. He's got the size. He can tackle. Mm-hmm. Yes. I say you know. Let's try him out there. Maybe that's in McDermott's plans in the future. I don't know. I do. It's simply, it's simply the Aaron Williams re- experiment all over. Remember, we drafted Aaron Williams out of Texas as a corner. He was a corner. Led and they the moved him over to the way. Say that again. He led the charge yesterday, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to him. Shout out to Aaron Williams. Unfortunate injury. He he was a corner. We drafted him as a cornerback, moved him over to safety, and he was pretty decent at safety. I really, you know, he was really good uh, when he was in there at safety. But, um, uh, I want to give a shout out to Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver has been doing what he was drafted to do, and I can take nothing away from that guy. Mental mistakes still happening, but yo, Ed Oliver, gold star for you yesterday. Uh, AJ Epinesa, we're probably gonna lose him in free agency. It's it's sad, but he is playing lights out. Shout out to you, my guy. He's just consistently doing doing his job. Von Miller on a pitch count. I mean, honestly, man, yo, let's just let's save you for the playoffs. Let's just save you for the playoffs at this point. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's be real. He's supposed to be this closer guy that's supposed to be in there for like, yo, let's save you for the playoffs. Let's no, we, play. but here's, here's what you got to understand too, though. Cousin Brad is that we have to get Vaughn Miller going and, and you know, he's, he's taking a, a low snap count right now. He's not right. playing a lot of minutes, but right. he's playing at crucial times and he's got to get back into himself. So he's going to need to get up to game speed. So I agree. I agree. So let's play you maybe late December. Let's get the reps in. But like, bro, I I would rather you not be out there. If you're not going to be Vaughn Miller and running the pass, if you're going to be in there and you're not a hundred percent, don't be out there. Four quarterback pressures yesterday. What do you mean? He did, but I mean at the same time, to me, our defense is better with him not out there. Floyd, Epinesa, Russo, and um, uh, man, who's the other boy that got hurt? 
Shaq Lawson was out. Shaq Lawson. When they are out there, they are full go, and they just pin their ears back, and they get a lot of pressure. And they, but they're getting the majority of snaps, by the way. True. But here we go. We got another caller calling in the line. Go ahead. Caller from 716-697. You are live on Buffalo Against the World. Tell us your thoughts about the game. What's going on? First, tell us your name. What's up, Kulu? It's your boy, Lee. My man, Lee. What's up, bro? Every week. What's going on, Brody? What up, Lee? I'm doing real good. You know, um, I got about four points I would like to make real quick. Um, First and foremost, um, to me, that win yesterday was a type of win where you don't listen to the media. When you sit there and people, these co-and-coal experts sit there and say, well, the Bills should blow them out. You know, let's take a look at the other teams, too. You know, the 49ers were expected to walk into Cleveland and be an easy, clean sweep, and it didn't happen. You know, and you take a look at the New York Jets. They were the type that were supposed to get taken out really bad by the Eagles. And look what happened there. When you're expected to blow somebody out, it never happens. And in this league, you know, another example is just like when we played Miami. Everybody said, oh, they dropped 70 points. We ended up blowing them out. Bottom line is you can't take anybody light in this league. It's a week-to-week league. And the other thing is that I'm really getting annoyed with some of the Bills fans is – it seems like they're more worried about statistics. Personally, I'm more worried about the W's and L's. You you got to ask these Bills fans that call your show, and even on some of the other shows, is that would you be complaining if this was the Super Bowl? Because a win is a win. They didn't get a a cheap call. Yes, some of the officials made some bad calls, but let's back up. How many times did Mahomes with the Chiefs against Minnesota was a bad call? They got the win. Against mm-hmm. the Jets, they got the win because of bad calls. Yep. It just went our way, plain and simple. What are you going to do? Yep. There All right, go. Lee, thanks for those points, bro. We appreciate yo, it. He, yo, he is he is right on with that. Let's keep let's, – let's not forget. Let's not forget this team beat us Super Bowl 25 by one point. Mm-hmm. Still hurts to this day. How much was irony yesterday? Tyler Bass. Too wide for Tyler Too yesterday. How much irony was that? Too wide. This dude didn't miss all year. (laughs) Two kicks wide right? Yeah, man. Listen, listen, here's the thing about, you know, a lot of people making a big deal. Uh, Obviously, Giants fans making a big deal about the no call. Clearly, Teron Johnson did have hands on him. Yeah. Um. And yes, we got away with that call. The call before he didn't get away with. Didn't. But also, here's here's something I want to mention. What mm-hmm. about in the first half where Gabe Davis got tripped up, which he potentially, possibly could have went, you know, all the way. Right. He gets tripped up. Legs get tangled. No call. No pi call. No okay. holding call. No nothing. Okay. Then you got another one. They and that can be considered tripping, by the way. Then you got the other one with Sheffield which yeah. is a big game. Another one, incomplete, legs got tangled, or possibly even tripping, hmm. no call. So they got away with calls as well. And those two those two plays are probably game-changing plays. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I also got to give a shout-out to uh, Kudike, Kay, um, who played very, very well um, yes. in the middle Stanford. of that Giants defense. Stanford, dude, dude was literally all over the field yesterday. Got to give him a shout-out. Uh, Stanford grad, dude was out there absolutely everywhere yesterday. So definitely shout-out to him. As far as the player of the game, I would I would give it to him. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Um, one, the a play with Gabe Davis in the first quarter, it was – he definitely held the jersey before Gabe Davis can make his break on the route. So that wasn't pass interference. That was more of a defensive holding. It should have been called. It wasn't. Um, the other one, what you said with uh, Chef Sheffield, right? Sheffield, Sheffield, yeah. Sheffield, right? Yeah, uh, their legs kind of got tangled up, which isn't a foul, it's not a penalty, it's more of a that's kind of receiver when the ball, yeah. But here. I mean, you can't, if you're running in the same direction, you can't control if you, you know, your legs lock that, that that just happens. That is what come it on is. Now. Come on now, we've seen that be called over and over in this league. 
I mean, it happens. It happens. And there, and there have been worse calls and worse games. Remember when the Kel Roby, the Rams and the Saints, that was blatant pass interference. Yeah. And it just said, nah, it wasn't. <laughs> so and we had Jay Reezy just said earlier there was a lot of missed calls that cost a lot of teams games throughout the league this week. It's part and, of the game. And let's say this was a week for underdogs, man. True. Like this, I mean, we talked about the Eagles and the Jets. Yes. You know what I mean? We talk about the Browns, and, 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 and you know, people got to start talking about that Browns defense, man. They that Browns awesome. defense is something serious. I mean, Miles Garrett is not the only dude on that defense. There are a lot of guys out there that are playing their butts off on that Browns defense, and they are really reason. They gave uh, Brock Purdy problems yesterday. Uh, Christian McCaffrey did leave the game. Uh, Debo Samuel left the game as well. They were down Trent Richards, but – I mean, that Browns defense is something serious. Them dudes are out there killing it. So, shout out to Cleveland, man. They got it done. Yeah. And they had P.J. Walker as the starting quarterback. You know, Deshaun Weinstein Watson wasn't out there. Come on. That's crazy. One with a backup quarterback. It almost happened to us yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Linda West says, I held my breath into the last play. Man, that was all oh, yeah. of us. That oh, was yeah. all of oh, yeah. those mafia, Linda. Mm-hmm. We all – was on our heat. I was standing up, standing next to my wife, and I'm like, <sighs> Were we really though? I was. I, mean, I definitely was. Tyron Taylor was a quarterback. Like, 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 bro. like, like yo, bro. were you we stop. though? Yo, you gonna stop? <laughs> yo, I respect Tyron Taylor. Like I bro. said, he 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 crossed so Josh Allen could walk. Mm-hmm. He laid the foundation, but he he's still Tyron Taylor, bro. Tyron. Tyrod is not the greatest quarterback in the world, but I will take him as a backup. A serviceable guy that can I get will, the job done. I will take him over Kyle Allen. I will I, take him. Exactly. Exactly my point. And that that almost happened yesterday. That you, almost you, happened. Uh, and, Make and sure you, know you guys like, share, and subscribe to the built-in Buffalo platform right now on YouTube. We need you guys on YouTube, so make sure you like it. Can can we can we get rid of Chris Collinsworth at this point? <laughs> no, like yo, seriously, like now it's like yo, yo, I Chris Collinsworth so, never know what he be talking about. Like, it, it's not even like football now. Like it's like, bro, why are you even in? The, even Mike Tirico don't even know what to do with him now. It's like, yo, what? what? Yo, I don't like, know how he this dude is covered. Like it's just, football for this it's just you must really like this dude. It's just bad. It's just bad. Like yo. John Madden called a quiz at one point, man. I, Chris, Chris, yeah, tell me, Chris time to take you around back. Time to go to Harlan, man. Harlan is that boy, man. Kevin Harlan, great. Yo, Harlan, Harlan is the closest thing I've seen to uh, Marv Albert. Yeah, it's pretty. But see, yeah, He's yeah. A, I think I think he is he is one of the most exciting announcers I've heard in a while. True. You know, I wish him and Gus Johnson. Like Gus Johnson don't do NFL anymore, but I wish he did. Gus was funny. Gus Johnson was the he he was the Fox guy. He does college football now, but I wish he was on. But I, I mean, we got we got a call for Collinsworth at this point. Like it, like now it's just like yo, you 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 literally want me to watch the game on mute at this point. <laughs> like, come on, bro. We got right. that brings us into our haters segment, Buffalo against the world haters segment. If there's Hold any on. haters in here right, right here. now that don't have nobody to hate on, feel free to hate on me. Keep the hate comment. Keep the hate comment. Buffalo against the world show. Turn me on some most of my haters. Man, look, cousin Brad, I got somebody on my list that I really, really like. Uh-oh. The Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shannon. You coming out, Uncle Shay Shay. Uncle Shay Shay is on my list today. Man, last week, man, he said about Stefan Diggs, his his behavior on the sideline is unacceptable. Look, man, somebody like Shannon Sharp who's played the game, he's a fiery guy himself. Yes. I mean, we talk we don't talk about Tom Brady. When he done towed off offensive linemen, towed off his offensive coordinator. Okay. That happened. All right. Michael Jordan, another greatest of all time. Absolutely. How he done punched Steve Kerr 
in the face in practice. It was in practice. Uh, still, it, uh, that's the more reason why you shouldn't have punched him in his mouth. It's practice. Yeah, so he hit him in the face in practice. Okay, and nobody talking about. Nobody's talking about Michael Jordan's losing his mind. They say he's a competitor. He wants to win. He wants this. Every time Stefan Diggs says something or even makes the wrong type of face, the media is all over him. This is a fiery game. He's a fiery competitor. He wants to win every play. Mm-hmm. Please, please understand. Like we had the bickering bills. We know what it's like. We uh-huh. know when you got players that act like they don't want to play on I your agree. team. Okay. You know, so I have absolutely no issue with that. I think the media tries to make a frenzy out of out of the only one of the only dogs, one of maybe one of three dogs that three we got dogs. on this ride. I'm wow. talking about dog dogs that want to win yeah. every single play. He's one of them on this roster. And okay. I think the media always try to take that out of proportion. What's your thoughts? Okay. I agree with everything Shannon Sharp said. Like, yes, you are 1,000% right. You can be fiery on the sideline. You can be mad. You can get arrogant. You can get pumped up. I get it. You have a desire. You want to win. I understand that 1,000%. It's a competitive drive. You're a competitive dude, and you want to win. I 1,000% respect the energy. I understand that part. But at the same time, Michael Jordan has won six championships. Tom Brady has won seven championships. Shannon Sharp has won three championships. When you got your OGs who have actually won in this league telling you you got to be a pro, you got to be a pro. It's that simple. I don't want you throwing a tantrum, throwing an iPad like a two-year-old on the sideline because you ain't do what you were supposed to do on the ride. I get you want to win. Them fiery guys only last so long. Am I right or am I wrong? Antonio Brown's a fiery guy. He won a Super Bowl, technically. Okay. So give me one. Give me one. Give me one. That's what? all my man want to do, man. My man want to win, man. Like, and and I sure. get it. I get it. The breaking the tablet thing. I don't know if he even broke the tablet. I don't know what's what happened, but I know it looked like he broke it. But at the end of the day, you know, he's taking. Um, I mean, the man said he was he was he was looking at analyzing himself. He wasn't being a prima donna. He was talking about what Josh Allen was doing. He's not talking about no other teammate. He said what he felt he should have been doing better. He's pointing the finger at himself. I respect that. I like a player. I respect that as well. You got to point the finger at yourself, but you got to be a professional at the end of the day. There are kids watching you. Like, you're the star. You're the star. My son watched. My son has your jersey. Kids watch you, Mr. Dick. Now, to be fair, to be fair, he did have his car stolen. That's not cool. Hopefully, he got it back. Hopefully, he got it back. And you know he'd be getting frustrated. Be huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yo, y'all, y'all wilding. But anyway, if you want a sideline, it's cameras everywhere. You, you, you got to be a professional. I get it. You want to win. I get it. I get it. And I, and I love the 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 energy you bring to the scene because you go out there and you give your heart out every single play. I respect that. But you got to be a professional as well. You have to be a professional. Yeah. Got to set the example. You got fined 13 grand because you wanted to do Stone Cold Steve Austin after a touchdown, which he did buy the dude beers this week. So I respect that too. He did buy him and left him on the seats for him. He bought him too. I respect that. But something, bro, bro, you got to be a professional too. Yeah. Give us a call at 563 999 Cousin Brad, who's your hater of the week? Oh, man. My, my hater, my hater. Uh boy. Let's see. I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the Steve Smith Senior thing. Even though, yo, I respect the energy Steve Smith Senior did, but bro, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much, and some stuff can be left off the air. He decided not to do that, and he wanted to air out his dirty laundry with Jerry Judy on the sideline during an interview. Yeah. Like, bro, Steve Smith Senior. You are undersized receiver. You are one of the best at your position. I respect everything you did at Carolina. I respect everything you did in Baltimore. You were undersized. You always made it happen. Age 89, probably one of the best blocking wide receivers to ever play the game. Always shifty, always a problem. Definitely, in my eyes, he's a Hall of Famer. But when it comes to you after, you know, after the play is over and you, you know, you got a contract, you know, NFL network. 
I mean, I get it. You try to take that man aside. You try to talk to him, and he was acting like a clown, which is understandable. He's younger than you, but at the same time, don't take it to your to 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 your, to your job with you. Don't take it to your job with you, man. Yeah. So that's yeah, my. Man. I definitely agree with you on that, man. And on that note, we're gonna move on to another segment, a new segment that cousin Brad suggested to us. It's new. Would win this is this is a real tough one this is for sports fans all across the uh world this is not going to be pertaining to football today right now no no this one keep in mind mind, this is all hypothetical hypothetical this did not actually happen (laughs) so before you call in or before you do use your twitter fingers it's hypothetical based off of our opinion yeah that's it all right don't take this as fact so here we go with our who would win cousin brad i'm gonna let you go first we got the dream 92 dream team okay versus the 2008 redeem team okay please feel free to give us a call at 563-999-3045 tell us who you think you who you think would win this game go ahead brad I have I have some I have some some questions before I make my answer. Are we playing '90s rules? Or are we playing '2000s era rules? I'm gonna say that's a huge difference. Let's be real; that's a huge factor in this. I'm going to say we're playing '2000s rules. Ooh, okay. Uh Okay, so this is the starting lineup. We ain't even mentioned bench players, right? We talking about in the game, period. All in the game. Okay, so starting five, five on five. Are we talking series? Or are we talking just one game? Talking about a series. Seven, Seri- game, Ooh, series. seven game series. All right, we got somebody. Nickel City says oh. Dream Team. Uh, okay, okay. I am gonna go. <sighs> I, I gotta go redeem team. I gotta go redeem team. I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. The dream team led the foundation. You got Jordan, Johnson, Bird, Barkley, and I I, I don't necessarily like Carl Malone as a player, but you got him too. Mailman did what he did, you know, on the court. Shout out to him. Uh, but I mean that the, the redeem team, you got D Wade, Kobe, LeBron, Melo, and for some reason, I don't know why Dwight Howard's up there, but okay, sure. You got him up there. I got to go with the Redeem team. They were too driven, too talented, and they, while the, while the rest of the world caught up, they still reminded everyone about USA basketball, and they dealt with, I mean, I mean, let's be real. The Dream Team were playing, the, the, the Dream Team were playing against guys who were just happy to be there. Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. You know, when you look at these guys here, you look at these guys. I mean, you're talking about uh, a, a league that wasn't as athletic as the league is now. I mean, just talk about some of the guys from the 2000s. Um, you're talking about Tim Duncan. You're talking Shaquille O'Neal was still in the league at that time. True. You're talking about um, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Steph Curry. Um, you're talking about some of the most athletic, Dwight Howard, who you – you know, you was just mentioning these guys are super athletic. Like in those days, like the the nineties and the eighties, there were guys who can play the game. They were very, very good. But Jordan was the most athletic. Let's just keep it hundred. Jordan, there was nobody. I mean, you got your Sean Kemp's, you got your um, your uh, Larry Johnsons, and your Dominic Wilkins. That's three players. Three. And then later on, your Penny Hardaways came along, and your Grant Hills, who were plagued by injury. Man, I'm going. I'm going redeem team too, bro. I I, I, got to go redeem, bro. I got. I feel like it's a more athletic league. And don't forget KD, KD, and Steph. Ain't even mentioned Steph. Like, I don't think Steph was on that team. I don't think he was on. I I don't think he was either. But but, I mean, okay, CP3, CP3. Okay, there we go. I mean, throw him in there. You got so many players. Bosh. Hey, come on, Mamba. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I you mean, got like the Mamba, the Mamba basically balances Jordan out. Okay. He had his battles against Jordan, and a lot of them he won. Like, he is Jordan, basically. He is what Jordan was. 
with a better three point shot. I can't give him that. I can't. I can't give him that. I, I I I get where you're going with it. I get where you're going, but they do not cancel each other out. Mike Michael Jordan is still going to be Michael Jordan. I get what you mean. I get the I get the metaphor you were going with, but no, Michael Jordan is still going to have that killer instinct. And let's be real. If we're going to be real, Michael Jordan and a and the dream team, they're going to strike fear in that redeem team, no matter what. They're going to strike fear. These dudes, now, now, let's be, these dudes were mentally tougher than the Redeem team. Kobe had to bring that team together. Without Kobe, they don't win the gold medals. Without, without Kobe, they did not win. Kobe was mentally tough. D-Wade was mentally tough. LeBron was not mentally tough. LeBron Jordan, was a key factor. He was a key factor. He's probably the most athletic player to ever play the, the game of basketball. But if you're talking about a seven-game series, Jordan had his team ready. That seventh game will be a bloodbath. And I yeah. think that I think the redeemed team will come out on top. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Give us a call, 563-999-3045. Get us, let us know your thoughts on dream team or the redeemed team. Is something new that we bring into the station. I like that, cousin Brad. That was that was a really good idea to bring that to the show. We're gonna try to do a different one every week. Right. Even different sports. Now um, Nickel City brings me to a point too. Or you can just chat chat in your thoughts on that cousin brad Yo, we didn't really get to talk too much about the defense the admiration that i want to give to this sean mcdermott defense okay um they did not give up a touchdown they I are mean, the they backbone were, they were, what two goal line but three goal line opportunities that no i'm sorry four two. goal line opportunities oh, yeah, four yeah that the new york giants had in that game and mcdermott's defense did talk especially at the end of that half I, I I've got to I've got to give Sean McDermott the credit where credit is due. This defense is playing better that he's been coaching them. He loves the hands-on experience that he's had with his players. His players have responded to the call of losing Leslie Frazier. Now take nothing away from Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier, one of the most gifted defensive minds in the NFL. Uh, he took a year off, you know, doing his whatever he's doing right now. But Sean McDermott has answered the call, and that defense is playing incredible. And he at, and Sean McDermott is not afraid to blitz. They send that they send the guys. They don't play that cover two, Bimba don't break. Yeah, we're kind of all over the field. Cover two, uh, soft zone that they do. They send the house, and I love it. I love when they send the house. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, McDermott is playing a very aggressive style. Yeah, these guys fired up. Even in that 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 Jaguars game, yeah. I saw him bring his guys. In. Come here, come here, y'all. Yeah, come here. And you know, yes, we definitely do miss Milano, Nickel City. Um, uh, we definitely uh, gonna miss uh, him get well soon, brother. Um, but Dorian Williams played well yesterday. He was all over the field yesterday. He was. He was. He did. He he lost a couple of uh. Uh, the, like I said, the trap, I think the trap in the second half, that kind of was like a wake-up call for him because he didn't quite read the trap play like he was supposed to. But uh, I, when they tried to run it a third time, I tell you what, um, the linebacker, what was the linebacker, the middle linebacker this year? Uh, Terrence, um, what's his name? Linebacker, new one. Middle linebacker. Oh, man, what is his name? I feel bad. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, Dotson? No, 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 oh, the, new, no, the new one this year. Dang, it sucks that we don't know his name. The our middle name? linebacker, yes, I just told you, Dorian Williams, Bernard. No, no it'd be Bernard. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and, and yo, shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you, Nickel City. Thank you, Nickel City. Bernard, dude has been playing straight up ball. Like, shout out to him because he came and read that trap play for the third time and actually laid the lumber. Mm -hmm. Saquon Barkley, like literally, almost took his head off. He was feeling it after that play. So shout out to Bernard, and I feel bad that we didn't know his name. That, yeah, that I like Bernard. I, I thought yeah, you were talking about one more of the other guys because Bernard. You know what? And, and I was telling Juan this on the show a few weeks ago. Like, like we, I, we were both really skeptical of him playing and didn't have any preseason snaps. Like he didn't True. play in the preseason at all. And I'm yeah. like, uh, he's starting. Yeah. But Sean McDermott saw something in this guy that we didn't see. Right. And right. I think he's going to and, – and I think he's putting the best players out there that he sees. Man, this dude is playing like a mini Milano right now, bro. 
Yeah, he's playing very, I, very well. I gotta give him his credit. He flies all over. He get he shoots the gaps. Mm-hmm. He makes the play. I mean, man, he does very well, man. I, I, my only thing with him, I was a little afraid that he was a bit undersized, but he he's flying all over the place. So he's playing really well. Yeah, but he's playing just like Milano. Milano was not a linebacker in college. He was a safety in college. And he bulked up a little bit to play the linebacker position. Same thing with Bernard. Bernard was a linebacker in college, though, but he was a quarterback in high school. So, I mean, I like what he does. I think he reads defense as well. He's calling out stuff at the uh, um, beginning of the plays. And uh, what Darnell says, championship defense. I feel like our offense play to the level of our competition. You got to get Josh Allen going on offense. You got to get him going early. Get him out. Do some uh, some play actions. Let him roll out in the pocket. Get him going early. You know, get the rhythm going. Get a rhythm. Get a rhythm. Because they lose rhythm too quick, and it's just killing us. Yeah. Like, like the punts are just, oh, my God. The punts are just so deflating. And you know what? You know what else, too? And I picked this up as the game was going on. Every time we had a momentum-building play, one of their team got injured. Did you notice that? Yeah. Did you notice that? Like, every time. They should not have been this close of a game. Like, every time we got something going, we start building momentum. Oh, we got another giant player down. And then, like, they go to commercial. Oh, good news. He got up and walked on his own power. Oh, really? Oh, great. Because he was hurt. Because we just got 20 yards, and he's hurt and killed the momentum. Yo, shout out to my brother, Darnell Smith, man. Definitely going to have you on the show real soon, my brother. I'll be Absolutely. reaching out. And look, man, I said this, Cousin Brad. The under center was working in, a, in that three-game win streak, bro. True. The shotgun RPO is killing us, man. I mean, we didn't have Kincaid in there. It's killing us. We didn't, we didn't have Kincaid in there. Dawson Knox was not 100%. I didn't even know we even had... 85. I didn't even know who he was when he caught the touchdown. I was like, who was that? Who, who, who caught the who, who was that who caught the touchdown? 85. Shout out to him. Yeah, that's um that's right. Morris. That's who? Morris. Morris? Yeah, Quentin Morris. Yeah. Quentin Morris. Yeah. I didn't even know. Uh, man, he just came out of nowhere. So shout out to him. But yeah, Kincaid, that two tight end set is definitely working. I like the way they use Kincaid to try to kind of get him ready. He's a rookie. He's learning. I get what they're doing with him. But he would he didn't play. Dawson Knox was not 100 percent He he gave it a full go yesterday. Uh, but I mean, hey, we got the dub at the end of the day. We got this the dub. The question a lot of fans are asking. You know, why aren't we, you know, why aren't we killing it in scoring? You know, like we were, you know, a high powered offense. We kind of like what what they're saying Miami is this year. We we've been that the past few three years. We beat them though. I know, I know, but I'm just so, saying scoring points is what we do. That's like our specialty. That's like I mean, and it's like, okay. I don't know. I, like I said, you know, we had some plays this game against the Giants that could have went the other way if we True. recently would have got a call. Like I True. said, one with Gabe Davis earlier and also the one with Sherfield, the tripping. Mm-hmm. Those plays right there cost us. I mean, the game could have been different if we get those plays or get those calls. But we won. I mean, I, honestly, honestly, I don't even care anymore. Like, we won. Yeah, this team is very talented. Yeah, when we're hitting on all cylinders, we can blow a team out by 30 points. But I, I want to win. I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't even care about looking sexy for Sports Center. I don't care about dropping dimes on people. I don't care about the highlights. I'll let Miami have that. Miami, you want to make the highlights and do all the backflips and, you know, Tyreek Hill taking a selfie, doing a backflip. That's fine. You were playing the Carolina Panthers. They're awful. You beat them by 21. You played us. We beat you. We beat the crap out of you. So yeah. you can have that, you know, I mean, but we got the dub at the end of the day. So y'all can look sexy for the highlights. You can look sexy for the, you know, for Sports Center. You can look sexy for NFL Network. But at the end of the day, we won. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Dino, a dub is a dub. Absolutely. Yep. So we, Absolutely. we, we got we to keep them dubs coming, man. You know, um, you know, we answered this question earlier, Nickel City. Is the offense suffering because of Josh isn't running anymore? Um, I don't think Josh is not running. He's running. I think he's just being a little more safe with his body. He understands yeah, he is. that, you know, if Josh keeps playing with the cape on, he's not going to last very long. Let's just keep it real. Let's, let's keep it real. Okay. Okay. 
Let me ask you this question. Would you take a Super Bowl and then Josh Allen never played again? Because I would. Yes, I would. There you go. There you go. Okay, See? but I want Josh Allen to win the Super Bowl for us. <laughs> I mean, what if we win a Super Bowl? He never plays again. Do I mean, if he retires boy? after we win a Super Bowl, I'll be sad and hurt. But no, you won't. Or if he just gets hurt no, after the Super Bowl, and never plays again. No, I mean, I'll, I'll take that. I mean, come on, man. What we would do for one Super Bowl in this city right now? It's sad. It's sad because let's be real. Let's be if we're gonna keep it all the way 100. If we're gonna keep it all the way 100, if we win one Super Bowl, Jim Kelly's forgotten about. He is. Don't lie. All that Kelly tough and all that stuff from the I'm not gonna that that question right now. (laughs) All that dies. If we win one Super Bowl, you're, you're taking a brother back to Tech Mobile days. How we saying, always play with the Bills. I'm just saying, you know, if we win one Super Bowl. They're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, he, he played for the Bills too. He was number twelve. I remember him. Yeah, that's the that, yeah, he's the guy. He was yeah. Don't hit on Jimbo, man. Jimbo, I'm just, saying, I'm just keeping it all the way a buck. I'm just keeping it all the way a buck. Yeah, man. Very good game. We got um. You know, we got some games coming up this week. True. Um, and we got to get into our picks. All right. Man, Cousin Brad, we having a good time on the show, man. We losing track of time. So oh. let's go right into our picks, man. We got the Jaguars in the Saints, man. God I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the Jags, man. The Jags are playing very well. They beat us, obviously. True. Uh, they won again this week. I'm going to Jags. Where are you going? I'm going Jags as well. I think the Saints are just Saints. The Saints don't know what's going on. I mean, Jameis Winston and Alvin Kamara just had that exchange on the sideline. It just looked absolutely hilarious. I got to go Jacksonville. Yeah. All right. We got the Falcons and the Buccaneers. You talked about the Falcons earlier today. I'm going the Bucs. Um, I think Baker Mayfield does have an injury, though. I'm not sure if he's going to play, but I'm still taking the Bucs over the Falcons. I am taking the Falcons. I am taking the Falcons in this game. Uh, I think, you know, anytime it's NFC South rivalry, you know, I think the Falcons are going to get it done. Eventually, they're going to start throwing the Kyle Pitts, and I think it's going to work out for them. So I'm going Falcons. All right, let's go to the Raiders and the, and the Bears. I'm going Raiders, man. I will go Raiders as well. Uh, the Bears are just, yeah, we're just going to go to the next game. Raiders. Yeah. Browns, Colts. I'm going Browns. Where you Browns, going? Browns, absolutely. Yeah, Browns, man. We got to start talking about that defense, man. That defense is playing lights out. Mm-hmm. Commanders mm-hmm. versus the Giants. I'm going Giants. I'm, I'm going, going Giants. I'm going Commanders, man. I just think they got a stronger defense. I mean, both offenses is a suspect. If Tyrod played, they got a Giants got a much better chance. Daniel Jones, I don't know what what's going on since he got the bag. He's just like kind of like disappeared. That forty million's kind of gone, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Big game. Right. We talked about Dan Campbell, man. We got Dan Campbell coming up against them Ravens, the Lions versus the Ravens. Where are you going? Oh man, this is gonna. This game should be the Sunday night football game. I'm gonna be real. This should be the Sunday night football game. But I mean, they got the Eagles and Dolphins playing, so that's the sexy game or whatever. But I'm gonna go with. I, I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I'm gonna go with Baltimore in this one. I like what the Lions are doing. I love what the Lions are doing. But Lamar Jackson is going to have a field day. And I like what the Baltimore Ravens are doing. I'm going Baltimore. Man, listen, man. I've been right the past few weeks picking the Lions. I'm going with the Lions, man. You said he was a Super Bowl contender. All right. I said it. You said it. But I'm going to pick them today. We'll see. All right. We know the Bills and the Patriots. We're going to New England. We talked about New England being a tire fire. But we also mentioned that you can lose any given Sunday even to a team that you don't think is good on your level. I'm going Buffalo beats the Patriots. We still have that taste in our mouth from losing all them years, Buffalo. Bill's beating them by 30, Belichick's getting fired. (laughs) All right, we got the Cardinals and the Seahawks. I'm going the Seahawks. Where you going? Seahawks are going to win that game. Geno Smith is playing well. I got to go Seahawks. All right, we got the Steel Curtain. Steelers versus the Rams. I'm going the Rams. I'm going Rams as well. I don't think the Steelers are legit this year. All right. We got the we got the uh Chargers in the Chiefs uh, division battle. These two teams always battle each other very well. I'm going with Pat Mahomes, man. I am going with the Chargers in this one. I am going with the Chargers in this one. Yes, I am going Chargers in this one. I don't think Taylor Swift's gonna show up. 
<laughs> and the Chargers are going to beat them. I'm going Chargers. Uh, the Taylor Swift watch. Uh, I don't see that. All right, so we're going to the, the Packers and the Broncos. I'm going Packers, man. I don't see the Broncos. I don't know what's going on with the Broncos. I think um, I think it's time for Russell, uh, Russell, Mr. Wilson, to go sit down next to wifey and let her do her thing right now. What's your thoughts? I, oh, man. As much as I want to pick the Packers, I still can't count on Sean Payton. Even though it hasn't worked so far, I'm going with Sean Payton and the Broncos in that one. You're losing. All I'm right, gonna, so we got the Dolphins and the Eagles. Go Eagles. We all going Eagles. I don't care what you say. You picking the Eagles, bro. Yeah, I want the Eagles to win. All right. (laughs) There's nothing I can say. I want them to win. (laughs) We we try to get the Dolphins to lose ASAP. All right. We got our final game. We got the 49ers against the Vikings. Um, Oh, Niners. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going Niners. But, you know, without Christian McCaffrey, we don't know. We don't know if he's going to play or what. Um, he's got yeah, an yeah. injury. Yeah, that Not might be difficult. Who do you got tonight? He's day to day. No, I so said, who do you have tonight? Um, what game is tonight? Um, Cowboys Chargers Monday Night Football. Oh, Chargers! Going Chargers. I am going what? Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys tonight. How about them Cowboys? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That defense is decent. I will go with the Cowboys tonight. Yeah, Nickel City said cowgirls. How about them cowgirls? I don't like them either. <laughs> All right, that'll do it tonight for Buffalo Against the World show, man. Cousin Brad, it was always a pleasure. Always is a pleasure. Cousin Brad, we we, we talking on right now if we're going to bring Cousin Brad on the show. Uh, but we got other guests that we're going to bring on. But Cousin Brad is definitely an option. So make sure you comment in, in the box. If you want to see Cousin Brad more. Show me love. Yeah, man, show cuz some love show and love. uh make sure you like, share, subscribe to the Built in Buffalo YouTube. Yo, everybody, we trying to get all our Facebook followers over to the YouTube. The YouTube is where it's at. You get your best view. Please subscribe to YouTube ASAP. It helps with the algorithm. Any final thoughts, cuz? Uh, uh, we got the win, big win. Uh, we, we did win at the end of the day. I think we're going into the mid of our, we're going to the middle of the season. I, I, I like what the bills are doing. You know, they're winning at the end of the day. So big dub this week. All right. We got Thank a you, cousin Brad to come back next week. Hey, we'll see. Thank we'll you. see. Thank we'll you. see. We'll love see. you guys. Love you guys. Much love. <laughs> Yo, shout out to nickel city, man. Shout out to everybody out there that tuned in that rock with us every week. Buffalo Against the World every Monday. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Built in Buffalo channels. We out.